This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Live from ClickOrlando.com, this is News 6 at 5.30. This is a News 6 Plus takeover. Here now is Matt Austin and Ginger Gadston with Florida's 4th Estate. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Florida's 4th Estate. You know, it's that time of year where we dive into our inboxes and get some loving. I'm Ginger Gadsden. Loving? Uh, okay, we've got some good ones. I'm Matt Austin. It's the show you love to hate with the hosts you hate to love. That's us. Uh, we're so glad to have you with us. Back by popular demand, always our most clicked on shows are when we allow everybody into our inboxes and we show you the kind of weird stuff that we get sometimes. Let's just dive right in to a quick one. Hey, you oh. need to kill that squirrel on your, I think he's head, he means head. You need to kill that squirrel on your head. Dude, sorry, not cool. He's hating is, on your my hair. hair. Is that, oh, again, again. So yeah, I got, hate. last time we did one of these, somebody was mad that my hair was just a little higher than, than normally. I tried <laughs> to give it, I tried to give it a little volume. And uh, you want to be closer to Jesus. That's right. Closer to heaven. <laughs> closer to the good Lord. And uh, that's right. Like Dolly Parton. Isn't that higher the hair? Closer, closer to, to heaven. Yeah. Oh my God. So yeah, I people, mean, I, I'm like, I don't get too many of those, the hating on the hair these days. Sometimes I get that my forehead goes up too high that I've got, that I'm losing my they hair. they call it a five head? Is got that a five what they call head. It? Let me see. I think I have a five I mean, head now. All, I can get all five of them. We all got five heads. We got five. It's like, we all have giant foreheads. Ginger, I feel uh, like you're definitely the star of the show today though, my lady. Well, mine is, uh, one is very, very recent, like just a couple of days ago. It's, you know, people DM us all the time or send us uh, messages directly on Facebook, you know, in Messenger or whatever. And I get this one message and I don't see it until the very next day. And it turns out it comes in at like almost two in the morning. And all it says is, wow, look at you. What am I supposed to say to that? I, I don't even know what that means. And then several hours later... <laughs> that same day on Tuesday, because I had not answered, he says, you're welcome. Ungrateful. I'll just let you fill in the blank. You can figure out the I word was there. So shocked by this. And really in television, few things shock us anymore. But I didn't know that I should have responded to him. First of all, I didn't see the message until hours later. Secondly, I would not have responded had I seen it at two in the morning, because who responds to a DM at two in the morning unless it's like a family member, somebody you know, a friend, somebody who needs help. And I just thought it was so crass. And I'm just going to go out on a limb that he was just trying to get my attention by probably trying to say something nice, but didn't. It didn't work out that way because I don't know what wow, look at you means. 
okay, yeah. Well, no, it's wow. What are you doing? Are you watching? Look at you <laughs> while you're sleeping at one fifteen in the morning, which is what? creepy. Like, are you creepy. look? Are you? If I'm, it's creepy. a good thing you didn't wake up right then. I know. You would have been like, are you, so, somebody looking at me right now? You know, the best thing you can do for any of that, I usually respond to emails. I'm never going to respond to this guy. Ginger does like to respond, and that brings us to our next one. And she always responds with sweetness. I don't always. but So tell us, kind of set up for us what happened with this next story. Okay, so, you know, the big thing with me is I always get hate mail about my hair. And uh, there was a time where I exclusively wore wigs. And they're convenient they get ready really fast in tv whatever so anyway so i i i like a wig i still do uh i'm not wearing one right now but i do enjoy a good wig so it was a few years ago i just want to be clear a few years ago i got a message from a guy and you always remember the ones that are terrible right and the word he used in it that just made me think and it just took me aback he's something like the rug on your head and i was just like oh i thought i looked cute today um <laughs> and so i was like oh, and i'm sure okay. you did and i always will answer an email with like hey thanks for watching news six we appreciate it sorry you didn't like blah 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 but i hope you will give us a chance and keep watching and that doesn't deter you from watching because that guy's a customer and uh you know, he doesn't just watch me. He watches you because you sit next to me. He watches the other co-anchors I work with. So I don't feel like it's right for me to just go like, well, who do you think you are? Whatever. It just doesn't, it, it never ends well, right? And so I always try to honestly put myself in that person's place to see, oh, it's not really about what's on my head. There's something going on with that guy. And this was a few years ago. It might've been right as the pandemic was starting, you know, when hairdressers weren't even open. So I had no choice but to wear a wig. You really needed wigs. I needed a wig then. <laughs> we all did. So anyway, so uh, fast forward to the Friday before Easter. And I am during the seven o'clock show and I just opened my email and I get this message. And I'm just going to read the whole thing because I thought it was really interesting. It says, Dear Ginger, like your hairstyle tonight, lots. Also, the peachy Easter looking dress is quite handsome. handsome I love man. the word handsome. Several years ago, I sent a note to you in reference to your hair, something about the rug. And as soon as I read that word, I knew exactly knew. what he was talking about. Yeah. You responded kindly. I'm very sorry for being mean. It was hurtful and I deeply regret my actions. Please forgive me. I read your note about folks commenting on your facial features, etc. Forgive them. Seems as though I've grown to know you by watching you and Matt doing the new show. It is the best show at your station. Yeah. You are you are intelligent and kind and beautiful. God bless Big Daddy and his contributions. Big Daddy is my grandfather who I posted about. I'm 67. You think I were 12. I appreciate you and respect you. Hope someday I can shake your hand. Much love. And he oh, signed man. his name. And I even asked permission to use this. Um, and I'm yeah. not going to use his name, but I said he said I could use his name. And it just really took me aback because I thought, wow, how most people wouldn't care. But I cared that he took the time to respond because he could have just let it go and never said a word but i feel like something in him needed to say something to me so he could be okay with himself like i've been sleeping well at night sounds like he is not 
<laughs> no, for three you know? years. Yeah, I mean, that's what kind of jumps out at me is yeah. you think if somebody sends you a message like that, they're automatically a jerk. Just like they are painting us with a certain brush, mm-hmm. we are, mm-hmm. pa- you know, we're not thinking about what kind of bad day they're having or what, I mean, what past. To be, to be fair, I try because, you know, one of my you favorite do. books is Four Agreements. And I always use one of the agreements and it says not to take things personally, but you just don't know what people are going through. So I always try to answer people with the grace I hope they show me, right? That's hard. I'm not good at that. I'm not (laughs) good at that. I got to work on it. I got to pray a lot more and come out with that grace. Ginger, I love that that happened. I love that story. And I'm so glad that we got to see the other side of it. This guy Mm -hmm. who obviously had a big conscience. We've all done stuff where we've screwed up. And the fact that watching this show, this show right here. Changing lives. Changing lives. Changing lives. (laughs) Oh, yes. And he even talks about Florida's fourth estate. Thank you so much. Oh, my gosh. That's the best part because I feel like doing this show is who I really am. And I'm, you know, in news, you're kind of like, you got to be like facts and this and that. But here, I'm just who I am. And I feel like he saw that, that I'm a pretty nice person and felt terrible about attacking somebody who I tell you, has never done People who say bad things about you, like you've got justification <laughs> to say some bad things about me. I can be a jerk. <laughs> you are truly one of the nicest people on planet Earth. So oh, may God so have mercy on your soul if you say <laughs> bad things about Ginger Gadsden. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with more of the sweet Ginger Gadsden. Which side is she on? And and salty. And the sweet and salty. (laughs) That should be the name of this show. Oh. Stay with the sweet and salty, also known as Florida's Fourth Estate, as we talk to a Florida teacher turned survival show contestant about his journey from the Sunshine State to competing in bitter cold Alaska. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Sax.com. Hey, welcome back to Florida's Fourth Estate. You ever get one of those series on like Netflix where you just, I know you do, Ginger, because that's why we're doing the show today. Ginger came back after a weekend. She's like, I binged this show. There was a guy on it who was great. 
and did really well, and we have to have him on the show. So I'm talking about Nick Radner. He was a cast member on Outlast, the latest reality show on Netflix. Nick, you're a Tampa guy, so that's why we're talking to you, not only because you're a Floridian, but because, spoiler alert, so if you are watching Outlast right now, Five, four, three, two, one. We have the winner. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Nick Radner, thank you so much for joining us. We are so excited to see you and congratulations. Oh, thank you guys very much. I'm happy to be on. Um, it was totally life changing in so many different ways. And um, I'm pretty happy to represent Florida in a positive way. Uh, I got a lot of jokes on me you know made to me in comments in a good way out there that i was the florida man so i was like well i'll show you what florida man can do let's go yeah florida yeah, man's florida a winner man we need yeah right <laughs> <laughs> I, I love when florida man is making positive headlines yeah. nick how do you get ready for something like this because this was a show where you had to survive out in Alaska, it was getting to be winter time, and you guys had to come up with your own resources. Kind of lay out the the groundwork for what the the premise of the show and kind of how you prepared for it. Okay, well, we knew that when we went through the selection process, I thought it was a scam at first, and I think because it was so it felt rushed that so many other people felt the same way. That is this really happening? And then we had about two months only from the time that we knew that we were being selected as a finalist to go on the show and to get out and start surviving in Alaska. So I threw myself into this. I mean, I'm talking every day. I'm a high school teacher. After school, I would study the native plant life of Southeast Alaska. We still didn't know exactly where we were going. Um, Just brushed up on my hunting. I was shooting my recurve bow for hours a day, just trying to get my aim back. I was, but really, I spent a lot of time in the outdoors, so that wasn't the, pro- the real big issue for me. It was just understanding that I was going to starve on national television, and I wanted to be mentally ready for that. And I'm a high school wrestling coach as well, so I'm used to the weight cut issue, you know, and like the emotional roller coaster that comes with that. So I just uh, I threw myself into the how am I going to win this, and my strategy was really open-ended. It was that I was going to be – if I was going to have to be on a team – we really didn't know we were going to be on a team, but if I was going to have to work with people, I wanted to become indispensable. And if I was going to be alone, I wanted to be able to provide myself with comfort out there because every creature comfort that you can get in the Alaskan wilderness is going to increase your chance of survival. But man, even on the first date, drop shock is real. It's like a phenomenon of when they drop you off, it seems like everything that you know about survival, the outdoors just... For about an hour, it was gone. I was totally in shock. Wow, that's a little terrifying from somebody who doesn't seem uh, too easy to shake. And that's the other part of this game. You can prepare to start fires and to be able to hunt. But the other part of this game that I'm sure you figured out real quickly is the social aspect of this. Because the deal is you have to win as a team and you can change your teams throughout the game almost at will. So once you, how long did it take you to get your sea legs when it came to the social aspect of this? I felt like I was in trouble from the very moment that we were there personally, because you don't really know the people that you're with yet. Um, I knew Seth was tough. I knew Angie like wouldn't even come out to the show unless she had some serious skills. I knew Andrea was super tough, but like within 
24 hours, that first Alaskan storm hit us and it was freezing rain, 40 degrees. We didn't even have our shelter up yet. We're sleeping on an ice pack permafrost in a rainforest. And, you know, you're cuddling up to somebody with the intention of building a shelter and it was just miserable. And we, within 24 hours, lost our first contestant and we were the first team down a person. So here I am from Florida trying to prove myself that I can handle this, that I can be a good teammate. And we're down a, like a crucial team member, 25% of our team in 24 hours. And it was like a, I was like, man, if it continues like this, we're going to be done before we begin. And it was, that was hard. <laughs> yeah. Hard. Yeah. There's a reason, there's a reason they call it outlast because you really have to do the teamwork and you have to outlast all the other teams. And the thing that I found so fascinating is that you guys looked hungry there. I mean, you were eating like, was it shellfish? I can't remember. And then yeah, you would get some crabs or what? Yeah. Yeah. Mussels. And then you'd, uh, you know, you do the crab traps and you get, but that can't sustain you. How much weight did you lose? And how hungry were you? I lost 48 pounds. It wow. took me eight months to recover. So I actually got to the point where I was craving salt so bad that I was, we had a Danica Rivers brackish. And when the tide would come in, I would boil the water till it made a foam out of like salt. And I would scoop the salt and then I would sip oh the water. And I didn't get sick. I it was like my body needed it. It knew it needed salt. And I would have like a little boost of energy, but right around week five, then I could start to feel my hip bones. My heart was beating really slow. I couldn't catch my breath. What was worse, the starvation or dealing with those two psychopaths on that show <laughs> who were just trying Jill to cause Amber. chaos, Jill and Amber? You know, to be honest with you, yeah, I didn't appreciate it, but at the same time, it didn't phase me. Um, I was more concerned with if I die out here, like, I don't get to go home. So, yeah. so that's, Fair. Kinda, that's where my head was. And I don't want to talk about every part of the show because I think people should go and watch it because it's a very intense, real UN kind of show. But I want to talk about yeah. since then. So, obviously, you did really well. People watch Netflix a lot. What has it been oh, yeah. like when you go to the store? Are people noticing you? I get recognized a lot. My students think it's cool. Um, my wrestlers think it's awesome. But I think that's the, the best part about this for me is that my students, I try to motivate them, man. And it, you know, after the pandemic, it's been really hard to get them motivated. I teach freshmen mm -hmm. and there's, there's just this like, not apathy toward learning, but it's difficult. The world has changed. So you got to really pull out all stops to keep their attention. I can't, I can't compete with TikTok, man. So by doing this show, I seem to have hooked their attention a little bit better. And they understand that what I'm teaching them in class is like, be a critical thinker, you know, be easy with yourself, learn as much as you can. It like, they know I'm not lying. And I think that's the coolest part about it yeah. for me. Prize money was a, a million dollars for your right. team. What was all you worth when was all you went through everything you went through? Was it worth it? Would I you do it again? You right now? I can tell you right now, honest to God, the best part about what I did was free. There was no money involved. I got to learn about myself that you never know what you're going to do in those life and death situations. I mean, yeah, it was televised, but this was like, how much quit do you have in you? And I would love to believe like everyone else that, oh, if there's a fire, I'm going to save a person. Or if there's, you know, a tragedy, I'm going to step up and I'm going to be the guy to save a group of people. But you just don't know. 
but I got to learn about myself that I will walk right up to the line of life and death and I will mm. stay a good friend and I will stay a good person and I will treat others with respect right up into the point where I don't know if I'm going to survive tomorrow or not. And that was cool. And that was free. And the oh money is just icing on the cake. Gin, you've got Ginger melting over here. God, yeah, you, I mean, you are a charming it. guy, Nick Radner. No, it's like uh, it's such it's character. I'm kidding. I'm <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm reading cue cards. To be honest, like, that's, that, I thought about it over and over again. And I was like, dude, everything that was cool about it, like, who gets to do this, man? I'm a high school teacher. I, I had to go to my principal and say, hey, I'm quitting to go to Alaska to be on a, a survival show. And she looked at me and she was just like, she knows I'm a little bit nuts. And she's like, you better win. That was her, her response was awesome. She goes, you better win. Yeah. And then she hired me back. That's so cool. And I think people, I I mean, I love the fact that this doesn't appear to have changed you. You go right back to the high school classroom, right back to the wrestling mats. And I I, I must say, we've been trying to set up this interview with you. Uh, Ginger was like, he can't do it. He won't take out during school because he's going to be there for those kids. And we just think that's amazing, man. So as cool as it is that you won this competition, we think it's so much cooler that you're a great teacher and a great mentor for those kids. So keep that up. (laughs) Nick Radner, thank you so much. What a pleasure talking to you. And uh, I would imagine now that you've done this, uh, other people are going to be knocking down your door to do more stuff. So we'll be interested to see in the future. I know. Why don't we talk about season two, Nick? (laughs) Look, man, if there's a season two... I have a very impulsive trigger finger. Let's go. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it right now. Let's go. Oh, my God. And thank you so much for making time to talk to us. We know that you loved your kids and you wouldn't come out of the classroom to just to have this time with us. Thank you for being the Florida man we all need. <laughs> yes, yeah. for real. You're we need welcome. more Florida men like you. Yeah. And thank you for watching Florida's Fourth Estate. You can download it from wherever you listen to podcasts or watch anytime on News 6+. Plus.